answer is Jesus. The hope is Jesus. The power is Jesus. The anointing is Jesus. It's Him and Him alone that's the answer to every situation and every circumstance. So you and I could take Him at His word. When I was freshly saved, man, I went out, I was in that cell, and I told everybody about Jesus. I got into fights because I was talking too much about Jesus. Let's go. Let's go, guys. Let's win souls. Come on. Love you guys. Good morning, good good morning this Tuesday morning. Hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. We can shout, we can rejoice. What an awesome day it is today. Come on, hallelujah. This is your day of overcoming, your hour, your time. Come on, God before you, who can be against you? Come on, hallelujah. Shout the shouts of praise here this morning. For the Lord has given you the victory. Hallelujah. Come on, we talked about that yesterday. Let your praises go up. Let your shouts, come on, let your shouts go up and the the power of the Lord come down. (laughs) Let your praises go up and the power comes down. Hallelujah. Come on, glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, come on. This morning, this Tuesday morning, I just want to welcome and say good morning to, I see we had Paulette on here pretty early this morning. Good morning. I see we have Joyce on here. Good morning, Joyce. Juanita, good morning, good morning. Come on. You know what? I haven't done this in a little while, but let, let me just say this really quick. Where's Brian? Juanita. Where is Brian? Huh? Where's Brian? So, we just give a shout out right now, everybody. Where's Brian? <laughs> Hallelujah. Kayla, good morning. I see you on here. Anita, good morning, Anita. Hallelujah. Jesus is everything. That's right, Joyce. Come on. Hallelujah. Did I say good morning, Kayla? Yeah, I did. Good morning, Kayla. <laughs> All right. So, hey. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Woo. I'm going to say it. Hallelujah. Let me tell you. Is the volume okay? Let me ask you guys that. Is the volume okay with uh, everybody on there this morning? Is it too loud? Is it... Not loud enough. Let me know. Is it? Uh, Juanita said he's up on the property today. Okay, well, we just say it. Where's Brian? <laughs> now we know his location. <laughs> Hallelujah. Maya says loud and clear. Joyce says loud and clear. Is it too loud? Let me ask you that. Is it too loud? I don't know if it's too loud or... Let me know, let me know if it's too loud. Hallelujah! Come on now, Hallelujah! Woo! 
I'm gonna say hallelujah. Come on, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. God is so good. Come on. He's so rich in mercy. I want you to know today, hallelujah, that God is on your side. I want you to know that you're in victory coming and going. Look, as it is called today, I want to encourage you in your faith. All right. I want to encourage you that nothing can take you out. The only thing that can take you out is the thing that you submit to. Let me say that. Right, so we talked about yesterday out of Second Chronicles, chapter chapter twenty, verses one through. I think we read all the way through thirty, through uh, verses one through thirty, about how they believed the report of the Lord that the that the Lord went ahead of them and fought the battle for them. Right, but their eye had to remain on the Lord. Right. If their eye remained on the enemy, if their eyes remained on the threat, they could have never entered into the victory that was given to them by their praises. Come on, hallelujah. So as their praises went up, uh, the power of God came down to confuse the enemy, uh, to cause them to turn on themselves and destroy themselves. And I just want to declare that over each and every one of you today, because I also remember a story about Elijah, amen, Elijah and his servant Gehazi, when the Syrian army came against them and where they were staying. Gehazi came out on the terrace, and what happened? He saw the Syrian army coming, and he screamed. The word says he went, alas, master, right? And Elijah came out. He came strolling out. He wasn't worried one bit. Why? Because his eyes were focused upon what God was doing. His eye was focused upon the Lord, amen? And he looked at his servant. He prayed for him, and he said, and his servant looked, and he says, those who are with us are greater than those who are against us. Because why? Because his eyes were opened and he could see the chariots of fire that were surrounding them. Amen. Come on. And I want to encourage you today. Listen, hallelujah. You may be going through something. There may be stuff coming at you this way and that way. But I want you to know today that God is on your side. There's more for you than there is for them. Come on, hallelujah. He goes ahead of you and he fights for you. By God, hallelujah. As long as you keep your eye on him. Hallelujah. When you keep your eye on, come on. We. So, I was thinking about this. As, as I was getting up this morning, I would, I would, Tone, good morning, Tone. NTK How, good morning, NTK How. Tone, long time no see. Bless you, mighty man of God. So, Candy Girl, good morning, good morning. Hallelujah. Bless you in Jesus' name. So, sometimes, right, I was just thinking about this. We, we go through situations. We go through circumstances where life, you know, we're, we're doing life and life sometimes comes at us. You know, it could be, I mean, just from all different directions. It could be a spouse. It could be the kids. It could be a friend. It could be, you know, different things are coming at us all the time, right? But you know what? It's in those things that determines, come on, hallelujah. When your eye gets fixed on the things that are coming with you, the circumstances, the situations, all that kind of stuff, when our eye gets fixed on those, come on, you're never going to go higher than that circumstance. You're never going to go higher than that situation if you're fixating on that. But when you put your eye on him, 
when you look unto Jesus, come on, you're tapping into the author, according to Hebrews chapter 12, verse 2. You're tapping into that power of heaven. You're tapping into what it is that he can bring in to the situation and circumstance. Come on. Hallelujah. And I want to encourage you, because that was just on my heart this morning. I want to encourage you today that as you put your eyes on Jesus, come on, as you put your eyes on him, as you begin to lift your voices in praise, <laughs> woo, come on, as you begin to lift your hands, hallelujah, God comes down, He, his power comes down, just like with Je uh, Jehoshaphat yesterday that we read, come on, they believe the report of the Lord, come on, they believe the Lord and they believe the report, they were fully persuaded, therefore they went out against three kings, come on, and a mighty great army, and they lifted their hands in praise, and as they did, come on, the, the, the Lord sent confusion amongst the enemy, and what happens, the enemy turned on themselves until there wasn't one of them left, and then they went in, hallelujah, and took the spoils for themselves, hallelujah, my God. So listen, you can't reap the spoil or you can't reap the benefit unless your eye is looking unto him. Hallelujah. You can't do it with your eye fixed on the situation. You can't do it with your eye fixed on the circumstance. Come on. You've got to be focused on the word. You've got to be focused on Jesus. He says, look unto me. My God, come on. He look unto me for I am the author and perfecter of your faith. Hallelujah. Let me go there. I'm going go there. Let's go there. Hallelujah. Woo. <laughs> it says, therefore, I'm going to start in verse, verse one, Hebrews chapter 12, verse one. Therefore, we also, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us lay aside every weight and the sin. That word sin right there is unbelief. Ready? The sin, the unbelief, which so easily ensnares us and let us, ready, run with endurance. Mm. The race that is set before us, looking unto Jesus. Come on, looking unto Jesus, the author, the finisher of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. Come on, hallelujah, my God. Hallelujah. Faith will take you in and your doubt will take you out. Come on, when you're focusing on the whatever it is that you're going through, when your eye is set on that thing, come on, hallelujah. Mm, mm. You'll never reap the fullness of heaven when your attention is, 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 is focused on that situation or that circumstance. I don't know why. I just felt like I needed to uh, get, I, I just woke up with that this morning. So I just really wanted to kind of just impart that to you here today that, you know what? Keep your eye on Jesus. Keep your eye on Jesus. I'm thinking of another story really quick. Matthew 14. Let's go there. Uh, Matthew 14. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Let me get there. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. So here it is. Look, listen to this right here. 
This is after Jesus feeds the 5,000, right? So Jesus feeds the 5,000. Then in verse 14, 22, immediately Jesus made his disciples get into the boat and go before him to the other side. While he sent the multitude away, and when he sent the multitude away, he went on the mountain by himself to pray. Now when evening came, he was alone there. But the boat was now in the middle of the sea, tossed by the waves, for the wind was contrary, right? Hallelujah. Now, in the fourth watch of the night, Jesus went to them, walking on the sea. And when the disciples saw him walking on the sea, they were troubled, saying, It is a ghost. And they cried out for fear. Ready? But immediately Jesus spoke to them, saying, Be of good cheer. Come on. It, it, is, it is I. Do not be afraid. I want to say this. You know, sometimes we look at this story, and I just want to put it in context with kind of what we're talking about right now, about life just coming at us, right? Things being shuffled at us, right? Maybe it could be, you know, an argument with your spouse or something happening, you know, that just caught you off guard, whatever it may be, right? Because life is coming at us all. Come on. Sometimes we can get caught off guard because life doesn't schedule an appointment to come. It just comes, right? Come on. And just like with the disciples right here, I just want to talk about this for a second. Fear rose up. They saw Jesus. Look, Jesus came out on the water. That was an unexpected thing. Come on. They weren't thinking that Jesus was going to walk on the water. Come on, man. Hear me on this. Think about this for a minute. They were uh, they were unexpected. I mean, life just came at them. Here they are out on the ocean. You got to grab a hold of this. Here they are on the ocean. Come on. They're rowing. The waves are coming at them. The wind. Now, these guys are experienced fishermen. You've got Peter. You've got John on there. These guys grew up fishing, right? They knew the water. They knew how to operate uh a boat in those type of situations. And here they were, come on, straining at the oars. The waves were contrary. I mean, they were bursting out. Come on, they were in the middle of a storm. And in the middle of this storm, here comes Jesus walking on the water. That's unexpected. <laughs> And that's what life deals to each and every one of us. At times, it it doesn't schedule an appointment with you. That's right, Maya. Come on. Yes, one of the fruit is long-suffering, not uh, instant gratification. Stay focused. That's right, Maya. Come on. Hallelujah. So think about this. So it didn't schedule an appointment. Jesus didn't, hey, this is what I'm going to do. No, he just came out and he was walking on the water. Don't you love that? Come on. Jesus has the power to split the sea. He has the power to to, uh, to to cause the sea to, come on, pull back on itself so you can walk through on dry ground, or he can go ahead and walk right on top of it. <laughs> Woo, come on, what a good God we serve. I love that because you know what? That To me, that means that he's going to do whatever needs to be done to get you to the other side, whether it's stilling the storm whether it's causing the storm that's raging against you to stop and cause you to just float over to the other side, or he'll instantly get you there, or he'll split the water so you can walk on on, <laughs> on dry ground, or he'll just take you and walk you on the top of the water. <clears throat> Come on. Hallelujah. That just... That excites me. Come on. We have a God who can bring about anything at any time. Come on. When we're focused and looking to him. So 
Here's this. So here they are. They're straining at the oars. Jesus comes out. He doesn't schedule appointment. Nothing like that. Bam! It just hits him. What happens? Fear rises up in him. Whoa! What is that? You know, they've never seen that before, but it came out of nowhere. Come on. And here he is. He says, do not fear. And then Peter answered and said, look at it. He, Jesus says, be of good cheer. It is I. Do not be afraid. I'm telling you, you got to think about this for a minute. Nothing's impossible. That's right. Come on. Power. No name is so power. That's right, Tony. Come on. Think about this for a minute. Come on. They're out on the ocean, right? Here comes Jesus. They'd never seen anything like that. Sometimes, come on, things hit us out of nowhere. I want to say that today. We ain't never seen. Sometimes things just knock us upside the head. We don't know where it came from. And just like with Jesus here, come on, hallelujah. He says, be of good cheer. It is I. And Peter answered and said, Lord, if it's you, command me to come out on the water. And he said, ready? I love this right here. He said, come. He said, come. And what happened? Then, and Peter, when he came down out of the boat, he walked on the water to Jesus. So here Jesus gives him the word, come. And what does Peter do? He responds to that word. Why? Because his eye is focused on Jesus because he's looking to him. So he was able, as his eye was upon Jesus, he was able to step out onto the word that Jesus just gave him. Come on. And that word went underneath his feet and caused that word, that, that water to become hard like ground changing the, the natural circumstances into a supernatural situation when you're looking unto Jesus. See, I mean, come on, and you have his word. When you have his word, you have the ability to step out where you should sink. That word will hold you up. Life can throw things at you. Life can come at you. Come on. Hallelujah. In every direction, in every situation. But the word of God, come on, will hold you up and it will change a natural situation to a supernatural situation to give you the victory. My God, whatever you're going through today, come on. According, just like, just like Maya put in there, you can count it all joy. Come on. Why? Because God is on your side. You you have his living word with you. He's abiding and living in you. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. There'll be nothing impossible for the one who believes. As you keep your eye focused on him, whatever is coming is coming. Come on. Life is coming at each one of us. But when we stay intentionally focused on Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, the one who set, who, who for the joy that was set before him paid the price to bring us in. He says, as he's told Peter, step out on that water. Peter stepped out on that word and he was walking. But what ended up happening? Listen, this, this, is what, this is what happened. But when he saw the winds and they were boisterous. So what happened? His eye got distracted. He got looking at the circumstance. Let me say that. He got looking to the circumstances and the situations that were around him and it pulled his attention. It pulled, mm. it pulled the intention, come on, of that word away because he got distracted by what was around him. The word says the boisterousness, the sound 
of the waves. Come on, that boisterousness, the sound, the 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 crashing of the waves, the winds blowing. Come on, as he stepped out on that water, he had what it needed to go to Jesus. But then he got he got looking around, and I want to say this. Listen, life when it comes at you has a sound. Life, when it comes at you, come on, has the power to get you distracted. Mm. But when we keep our eyes on him, shh, when we keep our eye on him, when we keep our focus and gaze upon him, let me go back to the story I talked about just a little while ago, like Elijah and Gehazi, his servant. Look, Elijah wasn't worried one bit that the Syrian king was coming against him. It didn't bother him. Why? Because his eye was focused on the king. His eye was focused on what God was doing. He wasn't worried about what the world was doing. He wasn't worried about what the Syrian army was doing. He only, he was concerned about what his God was doing. And his attention and focus was on that. Come on. Even though his servant, come on, was focused on the natural Gehazi, what happened? He got distracted and he cried out in fear, just like that. And what happened? The, Elijah prayed for him and said, hey, listen, open his eyes in Jesus. So he opened his eyes. He prayed the prayer to open his eyes. His eyes opened and he looked and he said, those who are for us are greater than those who are against us. Come on, today, hallelujah. Be Lord, begin to open the eyes of every single one of us, hallelujah, here today, that today there is gonna be an overcoming. That today, come on, Shirley, come on, Shirley, today is the day of overcoming. Come on, Kayla, today is that day. Hallelujah. As you keep your attention, as you keep your focus, come on, on Jesus. Come on. He's going to take you through. There's no greater name than the name of Jesus. There's no greater power than the power of Jesus. There's no greater king than King Jesus. He is the king of kings and he is the Lord of lords. He's the alpha and the omega. He's the beginning and the end. He's the first and he's the last. Come on. He's the ever present God. He's the ever loving God. He is is who he says he is, and we can take him at his word. He's the head of the church. He's the heir of all things. He's the horn of our salvation. He is the great I am. He's the image of God. He's the He's the ruler and the king of all kings, and he's the Lord of all lords. And as we keep our attention, he is the chief cornerstone. Hallelujah. That we're set upon. My God. Hallelujah. He's the holy one of God. He's the offspring. Hallelujah. He's the lamb without blood. He's the last and the first. He's the beginning and the end. He's our advocate and the alpha and the omega. He's the almighty God. Hallelujah. My God. Listen here. So when we focus our attention on him, just like with Peter, when he was out on that water, Come on, think about that. When we, he, he was focused on him, he was able to apply the word. Let me say that. When his attention was focused on Jesus, Jesus gave him the word. Come on. And Peter was able to step out on that word onto that water, and that water became his ground. As long as your eye's attention is focused on 
properly where it should be. Come on, this word, come on, given to you and I is able to change the natural into a supernatural and put our feet on hard ground where we should be sinking. Come on. But the moment he got distracted, the moment life came at him and got boisterous, I promise you, the wind had a sound. Come on. The, it was spraying against his face. I bet you he could feel the wind against his face. He could feel the, the water. Come on. Just the, the wetness of the water and the waves crashing. And it caused him to pull his gaze away. The moment he pulled his gaze away, come on, what happened? He saw and he was afraid. What happened? Fear rose up in him. But just a minute ago when Jesus said, come on, come, step out on my word. Hallelujah. He had the faith to step out on that word as long as his attention was on him. But the moment his eye got distracted, fear came up. Oh my God. Mm. Mm. That's why it's so important to stay focused on Jesus. Just like we talked about yesterday. Hallelujah. Think about that. Just like we talked about at a Second uh, Chronicles chapter 20, right? Verses 1 through 30. We talked about that. What? When their eye was focused on the word that God had given them, he said, I go ahead of you to fight for you. I fight the battle. Come on. That was the prophetic word. The prophetic word was do not be dismayed or do or be discouraged. He said, he goes on to say, he says, believe in what the Lord has said. Believe him at his word. Come on. And be fully persuaded. And what happened? They went out and they lifted their hands. Why? Because their attention was upon their king, the king of kings, the Lord of lords. And they began to what? Here's three armies coming against him. And their attention wasn't set on the armies because we know what happened when their attention was set on the armies. They were all risen up in fear and they were didn't know what to do. They thought they were all going to die. But when their attention got onto the word, when their attention got back onto where it should have been, come on, that life is coming at each, each one of us. What ends up happening? They lift their hands. It doesn't make sense. Come on, when Jehoshaphat said, listen, we're going to go out and sing. We're going to go out and praise. Come on. We're going to go out and worship. And he set some to sing this and others to sing that. And as they approach this army, they lift their hands and they begin to praise God. My God, hallelujah. Woo! And what happened? That enemy that was coming against him was turned on themselves. And I just want to say this to you today. Just like I told you yesterday and just like I'm telling you here today. Come on, let, let, let confusion enter into the enemy's camp. Any enemy that's coming against you, whatever life is trying to throw at you. Let it turn on itself right now and destroy itself in Jesus' mighty name. Hallelujah. Come on. Somebody right now, give me a shout of praise on here. Somebody. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. My God. Why? Because I see you because I'm focused on him. We're focused on the word. I see you going over the top. I see you greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. I see you above and not beneath. I see you as an overcomer. You're not defeated. You're not broke down. You're not messed up. You're not broken anyway. God is on your side. He's for you and not against you. My God. He who didn't even spare his own son. 
how will he not also freely give you all things to give you the victory hallelujah so that you can dance the Holy Ghost dance so you can shout the praises so you can lift your hands and see the glory of God come in but you must believe believe that those things come on hallelujah that there's nothing impossible with him that you're going over the top see yourself how he sees you that he mm, that he's made a way He's made a way. Hey, hey. He's made a way for you and I. He's taken you over the top. See, that's how I see you. I see that there's an army of the Lord on your side, that there's angels, that there's the chariots of fire on your side. You're not going down. You're going up. Come on. Give your attention to your king. Put your eyes on him. That's why in Hebrews 12, too, look unto Jesus. Look unto Jesus. He's the author, the perfecter, the finisher of it all. Look unto him and he's going to take you through. You're not going down. You're going up. Come on. I want to tell you that today. My God. Hallelujah. My God. Just like what. Now look what happened to Peter. Look at this. We're back in Matthew chapter 14, verse 30. But when he saw the winds, they were boisterous. He was afraid. And beginning to sink, he cried out saying, Lord, save me. And immediately, come on, whatever situation you're in, come on, you may have got, you may have dropped down a little bit. But listen, the moment you cried out, Lord, save me. What happens? Immediately. Say immediately. Immediately. Come on immediately put that in the comments immediately i m m e d i a t e l y immediately jesus stretched out his hand caught him and said to him ha mm. immediately the moment he said oh jesus save me jesus grabbed a hold of him. i want you to know today that the moment you cried out to god he grabbed, mm, oop, almost spilled my coffee right there. I got all excited. I, <laughs> because, come on, that, that means something to me. I don't know about you. Because, come on, it immediately, Jesus just, I mean, he had a, I'm, I was like, you thought Bruce Lee was fast. Come on, Jesus, I mean, I, I guarantee you he was faster than Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee, come on, they used to have to slow down the cameras for him because he was so fast. I know Jesus was faster than, he and picked him up out of that one. And what is he, what am I saying? He's going to do the same thing for you. The moment, come on, you might have got distracted for a minute. Things might have hit you upside the head this way or that way. Come on. But immediately, the moment you cried out, Jesus, save me. What happens? He grabs you, puts you up. Come on. Hallelujah. And puts you right back where you're supposed to be. <laughs> Woo. But listen to what he says to Peter here. Listen, this is verse 31. Hallelujah. That's right, Maya. That's right, Mel. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Oh, I forgot to say good morning to people. Marilyn, good morning, Marilyn. Let me see who else is on here. Sonia, good morning. Tone, I think I said good morning, Tone. Uh, Colin, good morning. Jo Jolia, good morning. Hallelujah. If I missed anybody. Shirlene, uh, good morning. Listen, if I missed anybody this morning, I apologize. Good morning to you. Bless you in Jesus' name. Listen, so here it is. And listen to what Jesus says to him. This is verse 31, Matthew 14, 31. And immediately Jesus stretched out his hand, caught him. 
grabbed him, right? And said to him, oh, you of little faith, why did you doubt? Now, here it is. That's a strong statement right there. Oh, ye of little faith, why did you doubt? And if you break this down, it's this. Ready? I'm going to just give a... It's this. Ready? Oh, why did you give yourself to another perception other than the one of focusing attention upon me? Why? Like this. Oh, ye of little faith, why did you give yourself to a different perception or a different idea? Why did the waves become more powerful than the word that you were on? Why did you give yourself to that? Why did you give yourself to that perception? Why did you yield to the waves, to the boisterousness? See what I'm saying? Why did you yield to that? Come on, we're to yield to him. Huh? Come on, grab a hold of that right there. Grab a hold of that. Good morning, Kimberly. Grab a hold of that right there. Hallelujah. Rodney, good morning, my brother. Bless you in Jesus' name. Think about that for a minute. Come on. Why did you yield to another perception? Why did you, why did you, why did you let that other perception, come on, of the circumstance around you speak louder than my word in front of you. O ye of little faith. Come on. Why did you doubt? And when they got into the boat, the wind ceased. Then those who were in the boat came and worshipped him, saying, Truly, you are the Son of God. Now, I want to take you to something really quick. And this is in Matthew, Mark, excuse me. Mark chapter 6. Because I really like how Mark chapter 6 actually... Mm, let me get there. Mark chapter 6 lays this out. Now, this is the exact same story. This is Mark 6, 45 through 52. But I want to focus on verse 52, okay? So this is the exact same story that we just read, all right? About Matthew, uh, Peter stepping out on the water, the, the multiplication of the bread to the 5,000, all that kind of stuff, right? But in this story, I love how this says this. And, and this really answers what Jesus was saying right here when he says, Oh, ye of little faith, why did you doubt, right? Why did you doubt, hallelujah, the word? Why did you doubt what I had spoken to you? And listen to this. I love how this says this. Now see, when he went up into the boat, now this is verse 51, this is uh, Mark 6, 51. Then he went up into the boat to them and the wind ceased, all right? And they were greatly amazed in themselves beyond measure and marveled. Verse 52, for they had not understood about the loaves, ready? The multiplication of the bread to the 5,000. Let me back this up just a little bit and we're going to get into this a little bit more tomorrow. But listen to this. Says so he says they did not under they did not understand about the loaves because their hearts were hardened. Really? So now now listen. 
I love how Mark gives this, gives this, and no other, in this particular story is in each one of the Gospels, right? Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. You can find this exact same story about the, the multiplication of the bread and the loaves to the 5,000 and them being out on the sea when Jesus sent them out, right? And here's the thing. They weren't able to apply the sufficiency of Christ to their current situation. Let me say that. They didn't understand the multiplication of the loaves as they were sent out on the sea to the other side. They weren't able to implement the all-sufficiency of Christ for their present situation. So right there, when Peter is out on the water, listen to this, and he says to him, O ye of little faith, why did you doubt? Come on. What is he saying? Why did you not implement my sufficiency for every situation that I have taught you that you shouldn't get distracted because what I have said to you, I will fulfill through you. If my word says it, you can believe me at my word. Come on. There's nothing impossible for the one who believes him at his word. Come on. Being able, now ready, to apply the sufficiency of Jesus for every situation and circumstance to give you the victory. Then he says to Peter, now just think about this again. Oh, ye of little faith, why did you doubt? Why did you dial? Why did you not apply my sufficiency, my word, rather to that rather than getting focused or, or letting yourself be pulled away into another perception other than what I have said. Yeah, it has a feeling. Come on, life coming at us, it has feelings to it. Come on, sometimes it hurts, sometimes it's painful, but our attention is focused on Jesus to apply his efficiency, his sufficiency in every situation through the word of God is what's gonna get us through. But if we allow those things to speak louder to us than him, if we allow those things to speak at a, at a higher level, value or a higher volume will cause our attention to draw to them. And then the moment we draw to them, come on, we lose the power of him, the sufficiency of Christ moving in our lives. But what happens? The moment you may have got distracted, all you have to do is cry out and say, Lord, help me. And what's going to happen? He's going to immediately pull you right up out of that water. Come on and put you back on safe ground. And then he's going to be able to do what? Teach you, give you the ability. Look, why did you get distracted? What caused you to buy into the lie? Mm. Why weren't you able to apply my all sufficiency? Shh, that he is the God of multiplication, that he is the God who can take nothing and make something. He is the God who can do it all. Come on. He is that he says he is, and he's given us his word. He's given us his name. He's given us his blood. He's given us his power. He's given us dominion. He's given us authority. He's given us his Holy Spirit of power to abide, rest in us. Greater power than he that's in the world, that you and I would be in victory everywhere we 
we go. He calls us overcomers. Our faith will take you in or your doubt will take you out. It's completely up to you. You apply that sufficiency of the word. And what did Peter do? Let me say this real quick. What did Peter do? Peter was able to apply the sufficiency of the word, the moment it came out of his mouth that caused the water. That's why I love this story because there's so much here. I mean, he was able to apply that word as long as he was focused on Jesus, right? His attention was on him. He's looking at him. He's like, whoa, if it's you, Jesus, tell me to come. And then Jesus gave him the word, come. And what's he do? He applies the sufficiency of what he heard, come on, into action. And he steps out on the boat and he was walking on the water. Just like with you and I, we can apply that word. We can apply the sufficiency, just like Jehoshaphat. They applied the word that they heard. Do not be dismayed. The Lord goes ahead of you to fight for you. Come on, believe, be fully persuaded, hallelujah, in what he has said. So what, what, what did they do? With their eyes focused on him, they went out against a multitude of three armies, come on, and were able to go out there. It doesn't make sense that you would lift your hands in the moment that an army is coming against you to get the victory. But come on, in God's kingdom, your praises go up. Come on, his power comes down. And what happened to Jehoshaphat in, in uh, 2 Chronicles chapter 20, verses 1 through 30? They gained the victory. <laughs> Woo! And so it is with you and I. Hallelujah. And I want to encourage you today. Be encouraged today. Hallelujah. Ahase. Ahas. Good morning. Hallelujah. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Bless you. Ahas. In Jesus' name. So be encouraged today as it's called today, my friends. Come on. The author and the perfecter of your faith. Hallelujah. The one who's the beginning and the end. The blessed and only ruler. The bread of God, our advocate, the almighty. The alpha and the omega. Come on. The author of life. Hallelujah. The lion of the tribe of Judah. The lamb without blemish. Come on. The mighty God. The Lord of glory. The Lord of all. Hallelujah then the Lord of Lords is on your side. <laughs> Hallelujah. Be encouraged as it is called today, my friends. God is for you and not against you. This is your hour. Come on. I want you to say this with me right now. And this just is simple. I'm going to the other side, right? That was Jesus's words when he sent the disciples out. He said, right? You're going to the other side. I'll meet you on the other side. Come on. I want to tell you today, you're going to the other side. If he said it, come on. He's going to take you through. You can trust him and believe him at his word. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You're welcome, Maya. Bless you. Hallelujah. Come on. You're going to the other side. You're going to the other side and you're going to the other side in style and you're going to the other side in victory. You're not just barely getting there like, you know, shipwrecked where you're like barely crawling up. You saw those movies where the boat gets all crashed up and you're like, the guy's barely crawling up onto the ocean, onto the shore. He's all, oh. no, no, no. You're getting there in style. 
style. You're making it on there onto the other side in style. Your boat's going to rest right up on there. There's nothing that's going to get you twisted up or messed up. Come on. When your eye is focused on the king. Come on. Hallelujah. He's going to get you to the other side and he's going to get you to the other side in style. Yes. Hallelujah. Why? Because your life is a living testament to the power and glory of King Jesus. You're not going down. You're going up. Greater is he that's in you than he that's in the world. You're more than an overcomer through your faith and trust and belief that Jesus is the son of God. And you are applying his sufficiency of multiplication, his sufficiency to still the waters, his sufficiency to part the seas, to walk on the seas. Come on, whatever's needed. Come on, everything we need is in him. And he's able, hallelujah, and more than capable of making the impossible possible as you believe. Hallelujah in Jesus' mighty name. Look unto Jesus today. Lift your hands in praise and the power comes down. Hallelujah. Woo! Just like with Jehoshaphat, just like with Peter, just like many other stories, just like Moses. Come on. There's nothing that separates us from his love. Hallelujah. Except one thing. The only thing that separates us from his love is unbelief. Listen, Hebrews 11, 6 says, it's impossible to please God. It's impossible. Listen to this. It's impossible. Let me say it again. It's impossible to please God unless you believe unless you believe. So you can't please him if you're not a believer. You've got to believe that he is a rewarder and the mm, of the one who diligently seeks him. And I want you to know today there's rewards for seeking him. There's rewards for following him. There's rewards. <laughs> Come on. Then what is that reward? You get all of him. <laughs> Grab a hold of that. There's rewards and those rewards, hallelujah, come on, have to do with having all of him in every situation and circumstance to give us the victory, no matter what life throws at us, our God before us, who can be against us? Think about that. Hallelujah. Romans 8, 31 and 32, our God before us, who can be against you? Can the storm? Nope. He's the stiller of the storm. Come on. One th Name one thing, come on, greater than your God. Shh, shh, nothing, nothing. So therefore, shh, he's the answer. That's why I say this all the time. We do Jesus. We do Jesus. <laughs> Woo, Jesus. Hallelujah. Mm. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name. Guys, be encouraged as it is called today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You're going to the other side. Just pop that in the comments right now. I'm going to the other side. I'm going to the other side. Whatever that is in your life, I'm going to the other side. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm going to the other side. Hallelujah. Doesn't matter what kind of storm comes at me. He's going to get me to the other side. Think about this for a minute. This just kind of popped up. Think about this for a minute. Could it be? Could it be? That's it, Tony. Come on. I'm going to the other side. That's right. Could it be this? Now think about this. Jesus 
multiplication of bread, right? Feeds the 5,000. He tells the disciples, get in the boat, go to the other side. They get in the boat, they get out there. Now think about this. I wonder, now the story doesn't say this, but I just wonder if maybe Jesus put them out there to see if they would supply, if they would use the sufficiency of what they had what he had taught them to still the storm i wonder if he was what he did come on think about this he he himself if you go through the different stories in matthew mark luke and john in matthew and mark it actually says that jesus put them into the boat sent them out there and as he was on the mountain praying he was watching them right it was kind of like he was like seeing, now can you apply what you just learned from me about the multiplication? Can you apply it now to your present situation and still the storm? Mm. Can you apply what you've just learned here today to your present situation and still the storm? Applying the all-sufficiency of Christ, that there's nothing impossible for him who believes. That you can take his word and change the natural into a supernatural situation. Come on. Can you take what you've learned here today? That's what Jesus was saying with the multiplication of the bread to his disciples when he put them out there on the water. Can you apply what you've learned here today into your present situation to get you through to the other side? See, it's not just about hearing a message. My God, I feel the anointing of God on me right now. It's not just about hearing the message. It's not just about, it is, I mean, it is, you want to hear the word. Faith cometh by hearing the word. That's, that's important, right? But it's about being able to apply that word to whatever it is you're going through to get you to the other side. It's about applying his all-sufficiency, that he's more than enough, stepping out on that word, remaining on that word, remaining with your eyes focused. Can you, can you apply that to your present situation and see the change? Can you apply your faith? Come on, hallelujah, today to whatever it is that's coming against you to see the transformation or change. Come on, the all-sufficiency of Christ. And Jesus was actually, he sent them out on the water. Mark says that he was actually looking at them straining at the oars when he was walking. He walked over, what was it? I think some some theologians have it at from anywhere from four to six miles. Jesus walked four to six miles across the ocean, the Galilee waters. He walked four to six miles, come on, to get out to where they were. Mm. And what was he seeing? Can you apply what you've learned from me here today to your present circumstance to see the transformation and change, to get you to the other side. And if you can't, let me say this, and if you can't, Jesus, now this is what I love. And if you can't, and if you're stuck out there, Jesus will change whatever needs to be changed. Come on, to get out there to you, to help you through, to get you to the other side. So I love to say it like this. Woo. He's going to get you through. <laughs> He's going to get you to the other side. Come on. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Come on. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Shh. Be encouraged today, as it is called today, each and every one of you. You're getting to the other, you're going to the other side. Come on, and you're gonna get there in style, and you're gonna get there in victory. <laughs> Woo! With your hands lifted in praise, because your God is for you. Hallelujah. And he fights for you. He's with you, he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Come on, he's on your side. Amen, amen. All right, guys. Well, I'm going to get up on out of here this morning. Listen, <clears throat> we have a lot of different outreaches coming up. I'll be flying out to the mainland coming soon, doing a bunch of, <clears throat> of Holy Ghost rolling fire meetings coming up. So I want to encourage you. If the Lord puts it on your heart to partner with this ministry, look, I want to give you some options to do that. And listen, if the Lord is speaking to you to partner with us monthly or one-time gift, listen, just be obedient because that means he has a harvest in mind for you. And I use this, this term all the time because it just really shows to me uh, the power of the seed. But a farmer standing at the edge of a field holding his seed in his hand, if he never plants the seed, he never gets a harvest. You've got to take what you have in obedience to what he's telling you plant your seed in order to reap a harvest. Amen. Come on. So, but as we're going out to preach the gospel, we have all kinds of outreaches coming up, all kinds of things that we're doing. Listen, God, hallelujah. If he's putting it on your heart, that means he has a harvest in mind for you. Partner with us as we reach the lost. Partner with us as we see churches equipped with the power, fire of God. Come on. Hallelujah. Taking Taking just just raising things up to a whole nother level. Hallelujah. In Jesus' name. So I want to encourage you and give you an option here so that you can give and partner with us as we do that. Let me say this. My wife says this a lot, and, and I'm a firm believer on this. Look at when you partner with this ministry, it's like you going with us out there on the streets or in the churches yourself. Come on, hallelujah. Or outreaches that we're doing. We have many coming up. Hallelujah. And here's how you can do that right now. Bam. It's Cash App, Truth and Fire Ministries, PayPal, Venmo, Text to Give, 719-223-4700. And Truth and Fire Ministries, P.O. Box, 902 Volcano, Hawaii, 96785. All right. There we go. So listen, I love you guys. Love you, love you, love you, love you, love you, love you. Hallelujah. Love you so much. You guys are such a blessing. Hallelujah. I love you guys are such a blessing. Then those who kept them fled and they went away into the city and told everything, including what had happened to, to the demon possessed men. Amen. Come on. Matthews eight thirty three. Amen. Told everything, everything that had happened to them. <laughs> Amen. Charlene. So listen, guys. <clears throat> I'm excited for what God is doing in your lives. Be encouraged as it is called today. Love you. Bless you in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Shh, I feel the anointing right now. Just lift your hands right now. Father, I thank you right now. If you can. If you can't, that's fine. Just receive. Father, I thank you right now in Jesus' name for an overflow of your glory. For an overflow of your power and might. Father, of the sufficiency of Jesus, 
upon each and every person here on this live and on the replay in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. In Jesus' mighty name. Listen, if you're on here and you don't have a Bible, I want, I, we want to get you a Bible. We, just let us know. Put in the comments or go to truthandfireministries.com. Hit the contact tab. Let us know you need a Bible. And then uh, we'll get you a free Bible, a nice Bible, right? Uh, there's many on here that have already gotten Bibles. We want to help you out with that. No charge whatsoever to you. It's a free gift of the ministry to you. Uh, we believe in the power of the Word of God. Amen. So if you don't have a Bible, we want to get one into your hands. Also, I want to say this right now. Jesus loves you, and he's going to get you to the other side. <laughs> Amen. Amen. All right. Well, hey, love you guys bunch. See you soon. Tomorrow morning, Lord willing, hallelujah, over the top in each and every one of your lives. Bless you in Jesus' name. Mm -hmm. Have an amazing day in Jesus' name. Can you say amen? You go out of your way to be a blessing. You don't run around looking to get blessed. You look to be a blessing. Can you say amen? I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. Come on, John. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. Come on, throw down. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. You see, some of you didn't think I was African American, but you can see that I'm African American. White people can't do that. Hallelujah. 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 Glory to God. I feel the Holy Ghost. I feel the fire of God right now. I, I, I feel like running the field right now. Shakambronde kepriatata rando borikata sembro marikatande peradonjo manenende dendelebo sapaya. Hallelujah. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. I'm not out there looking for blessing. Blessings out looking for me. Double dose. Double dose. Double dose of the Holy Ghost. Double dose. Double dose. Double dose of the Holy Ghost. Double dose. Double dose. Double dose of the Holy Ghost. Double dose. Double dose. Double dose of the Holy Ghost.
doing this. I just. God come.